Hey kids, you're listening to Nothing in Moderation with Travis and Mike. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on this regularly scheduled dumpster fire. You can catch us on all the social medias under at Nothing in Mod Pod. So let's go ahead and get this hillbilly hog fight underway. I would cut it out. That particular item, I would cut All out. All right. Well, fuck. I'm gonna leave in the you part gonna... where you said to cut it out. That way, they're like, "What the fuck's he talking about?" Are you gonna Are you gonna turn on your webcam? I enjoy seeing. Uh, it. I can. I gotta put it back up. I had a fucking. <laughs> I had a thing at work the other day, so I took it with me. Just leave it wherever it is and turn it on, and I'll just look <laughs> at whatever gonna, it's pointed gonna, at. I think the cord's long enough to get to my USB plug there. Nice. I rearranged the whole desk and everything too. You do that like every week. Yeah, I know. I'm actually trying to figure out how to. Uh, oh, I should turn it on. I'm trying to figure out how to get the PlayStation TV onto. Hey. hey. I want to get the PlayStation and the PlayStation TV onto the desk as well, and I'm trying to figure out how to do that so it's all like one area. So you have like the twelve monitors all in one setup, and yeah, be able to to see all the things. This is very Blair Witchy the way this thing is moving around right now. I should be recording this because it's that fucking funny. I know that nobody can see you right now, but your lighting setup to where <laughs> to where the light is literally in the center of the camera yeah. and everything else is just fucking washed out. I like it. Is is literally how my room would be if I if I set up a webcam because the light's just over my head. Yeah, yeah. So well, I mean, I normally have it like up on the, you know, like up on the monitors or whatever, so it's like dead in the middle. But right. he told me to turn it on wherever the fuck it was, and that's what I did. And I'm gonna leave it there. Actually, I kind of like that. If I were like a Twitch streamer, that would be the only view I would give my fans. It would be like one screen would be the game I'm playing. The other stream would just be this one with me sitting here staring at the side of my face. I think it works because in theory, as a guy, the primary portion of your stream should be the game, not you wearing a low-cut shirt. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. So, Although, I mean, I'm not opposed to wearing a low-cut shirt. One of the girls that Ashley follows on TikTok bought... um, it's almost like a t-shirt, but it's it's foam, and it looks like a man's chest, like chiseled pecs and yeah. abs and stuff like that, but it blends perfectly into her skin tone. So she'll do some, like, dancing stuff with an open shirt and, like, a sports bra or whatever, and then halfway through, cut to her wearing the man's chest <laughs> over it with the same shirt and dancing like that, and it, awesome. it fits. Shit's hysterical. Like, I always tell her to tag you. She doesn't. Like I, don't, I haven't seen that one. She, I look at most of this. I, although I've seen it. I've had a couple of tags recently that I've just been too fucking busy to look at. That's how I know I've been busy too at work busy. when I haven't had time to look at TikTok all day. <laughs> My number one distraction I haven't had time to be distracted yeah, by. Yeah, pretty much. So. Uh, uh, I can't get into it. Oh, man. I mean, I, I, I enjoy having her as a filter, so I don't have up. to look through it all. Yeah, I'm, I'm made up. I said just send the cute dog ones to Jen. There you go. See, it's it's just like the memes. You have somebody as your your filter so that you only get the best of the best. <laughs> if you're my meme filter, I'm fucked. <laughs> I get the normally the stuff. I, I get the terrible you. of the terrible. <laughs> it's sometimes it's a little edgy. Sometimes it's garbage. You're you're the dead baby joke guy of memes. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Somebody somebody <laughs> sent me a meme and they're like, "This is you if you were a meme," and I'm like, "It absolutely is." And it had to do with someone's 
sentence structured. It said, uh, what was it? If for Christmas, have a bunch of fake boxes wrapped up in paper underneath of the tree. And every time one of your children's act up, throw one in the fire. And the response was, what do I do when I run out of kids? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, that's what that sentence means. (laughs) That's a funny take on that, but it's also a very terrible way to parent burning your kids and or their prisons. Like that's the most fucked up thing in the world. I hate that shit. I hate parents that think that shit's okay. Well, you know, one of those is a short-term investment. One of them is a long-term investment. <laughs> I mean, technically, they're both short-term investments. Well, I mean, they're you have to buy presents next year for one of those situations, and you don't for the other. That's true. That's true. I just don't buy presents. Well, all right. I take... <laughs> so, so, speaking of presents, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll clearly do the Xmas recap. I'm, I'm sure that you guys had some sort of celebration mm-hmm. or gift exchange with family. Nothing crazy. We don't. Oh, we don't. Good. We don't fuck with Christmas on these in in, this, in these parts like that anymore. I, I got a sweet T-shirt. Yeah, I got a couple. But, uh, I got a couple. Yeah, I got a couple things. Like it's not we didn't do nothing. But, right. You know, nothing like what we used to do when I was fucking when I was a kid. Jesus Christ, Christmas was yeah, fucking I mean, ridiculous when I was a kid. Parents going to debt. Yeah, and I. I, I I just never understood it. I know there was like a the year that Tickle Me Elmo came out. I know my mom got him for me or got one for me. And I know for a fact that she fucking got up at like 3 or 4 a.m. And went and stood in line at KB Toys to make sure she got one. Which is wild considering you were like 14. No, I was, um, I don't know, I guess it was ten, what year the Tickle Me Elmo came out. I was I was definitely older. I, I wasn't like a small child. Um, I you should have been too old for Elmo. Eh, you're never too old for Elmo. Quit being a quit being a fucking old man. You know, we easily could have had the <laughs> what was it number one Christmas gifts over the last twenty years as a segment. We didn't. Yeah. Well, we don't. To be fair, we don't really do a lot of the things we should. <laughs> yeah. I mean, such is life. Um, so I'm sure you've seen July the of '96. So 96, you would have been 13, 11. Wait, no, okay. I was born in 83. Yeah. I thought you were born in 86. No, I was born in 83. So it would have been. Okay. What, 13? Right. And by, by July of 96, I would have been 13. Okay. And what number did I say? Uh, you said 14. So you were close. Right? Okay. I didn't say you were necessarily wrong. <laughs> You're just too fucking old for a tickle me Elmo. Yeah. But we've all seen the the Peloton bikes and stuff mm-hmm. like that right now that everyone's stuck at home. You do spin class at home mm-hmm. and you have the screen and shit like that. I kind of want you one. Any, do you know what they cost? I do. I'm very aware of what they cost. Okay. They are ni- so, they are $1,900 for the entry-level one. And did you know that on top of that $39 cost, a month. Yep, a monthly subscription fee mm-hmm. to be able to have access to the programs. I'm like, holy you know what's fuck, fucked if up? I'm spending that much money on a bike, I should get some shit for free. We, I think it it's included in your monthly payment while you're paying for the bike monthly. So, like, if you finance the bike through them, I guess it's included in your monthly subscription. Like, if you pay $50 a month for the bike, your subscription is included. Um, the subscription only comes to $39 a month after you're done paying for the bike. Which is incredibly intelligent on a business Absolutely. practice to have residual income. But the thing, the weird thing for me is, is that the, the, it's, <laughs> the bike is, is expensive in and of itself. Um, but they also have a treadmill. Do you know how much the treadmill is? I can only imagine it's more. It is leaps and bounds more. The treadmill starts at $4,300. 
they can kiss him a whole ass. Yeah, exactly. And because they have the bike and then the bike plus and the bike plus is like 2,500 and it's just, it just has a bigger screen. That's fucking the only difference from what I've been, what I've been reading. Um, and I, I will, I, I've been reading and paying attention because, um, I sent you that squat rack that I was looking at, uh, earlier. I am mostly convinced that I am going to just build a gym at home. Um, and stop going to the actual gym mainly because I don't, I don't necessarily like the one I work out at. Um, it's just the better of the ones available to me in the area. Um, but I also, eh, I'm, I'm kind of like kind of over the potential, like to catch, you know, COVID or whatever, just from, right. you know, hanging out in that sort of a scenario. And I stay With to myself yeah, and I stay to myself. I do my own thing, but like I, you know, and I'm, I'm fairly, you know, I try to be as safe as possible when doing so, but it just doesn't make sense for me. Like it, it makes more sense for me to build a gym here at the house and, you know, work out when I want to, yeah. when it works, it's forcing myself I, to do it, which I, is the hard well, part. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, in, because I do the math on stuff like that, I, if you end up with a treadmill that costs you $4,300, <laughs> yeah, you no. literally could have had a gym membership listen, for three years. Listen, I'm looking at a treadmill that's going to cost me about $75. <laughs> So just buy a fucking pair of sneakers and walk down the fucking road. Yeah, I don't even have to buy sneakers for that, but I don't want to go outside. Fuck people. <laughs> I don't so. know. I, I was looking at it. I'm like the fucking the bicycle is a hundred dollar bicycle and a fucking three hundred dollar iPad. I will tell you it is it is not a hundred dollar because so what people do because the app the app itself just the regular Peloton app is like twelve dollars a month if you don't have the bike. It doesn't include the live classes, which is what the extra money is for, is for the live rides and runs and shit. And there's other live workouts that they do. You know, the instructors don't do, um, you know, just the bike or the run. They do like body weight stuff and they have other, you know, there's a bunch of different exercises. There's like a whole meditation deal. in Right. I was going to get into all that too. Oh, sorry. No, you're Um, good. But what guys do is they earn, not guys necessarily, just anybody, what some people do is you can buy a an external heart rate monitor that connects to your phone via Bluetooth and a two or $300 spin bike off Amazon and then put either mount an iPad to the handlebars or you can, some people just set it up in front of like a 32 inch TV hanging on a wall and then they stream the app to the TV. Right. So they get the full, you know, the full thing or, or the, you know, the full screen or whatever. And then they just do the ride on, you know, a two or $300 sunny Amazon knockoff spin bike. Right, and then they're just in it for the twenty dollar or less. Twelve, it's, it's twelve. Fee. It's like twelve ninety nine. I think is what the app costs per month right now. So, um, you know, and you, you don't get to do the live rides, but I don't, I don't give a shit about that. I have actually contemplated building one of these like right. DIY spin bike deal or DIY pelotons. No, was, There's a whole separate. You, I've, I've taken spin classes with Ashley before. Oh, we found a group for Christ. a local business, and Fuck. and I never understood. I was like, it's fucking riding a bike. I've done that shit my whole he, life, oh, and then I get in there and I'm dying. Same, same. Samesies, <laughs> fucking samesies. I took one spin class and I was like, this is fucking terrible. But, you know, I think we, we got like 10 <clears throat> sessions each and we ended up using like eight of them. Mm-hmm. And being so out of shape like we are, <laughs> yeah. you you will quickly see that you're doing better mm-hmm. each time. Like by the end of my eight sessions, I could actually make it through the whole workout without fucking losing consciousness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the I was the only guy in the class. Mm-hmm. And... 
everybody was super supportive. Like yeah. they could see I was dying and they're like, oh, you're doing such a good job. Keep it up. And, yeah. you know, or, oh man, you've come so far in six weeks mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And I'm like, thanks. Now you can pay feel like it. $1,895 or 30 something dollars a month for the next two years uh, to get that right. same camaraderie in your home. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, then I can't, if I'm staying home, then I don't get to pass the ice cream place. That's true. That's a valid point. Um, yeah, but I, so I've, I've, I'm, I would like to buy a spin bike at some point. Cause I think I would actually do that and get into it. I just, I have this weird feeling though, that like, it'd be, it would be like podcasting or any other hobby I have. Like I would fucking <laughs> full on gung ho, spend all the money, get all the right shit. And then like six months later, I'm like, this is fucking terrible. I didn't do this right. <laughs> then, then a year into it, you're just like, I'm going to sell all this yeah, shit. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck I it. found an RC car. I'm just going to sell it all and not tell you I sell it all. And when you're like, hey, were we recording tonight? I'm going to be like, uh, I don't, I can't. <laughs> you're going to be like, who's this we? You got yeah. a mouse in your pocket? And then fucking block me. Yeah. <laughs> that's a specific uh, situation. Oh God. But so when the Peloton stuff came out, I'm like, you know, that's pretty fucking smart. Even before I knew how ridiculously expensive it was. And I was like, I bet. There are going to be other companies that come out with like tele-exercising programs. And now Bowflex has their own one. Nordic Track has yeah. one, I think, too. Nordic Track. And then... Isn't Nordic Track the one that, where the bike like sways left and like you can lean on the bike and shit? <laughs> it's either Nordic Track or Bowflex. <laughs> and it's, it reminds like, me that of the, seems the real video dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the motorcycle video games. Like yeah. Yeah. But uh, so now they have those things. And then they also have like buy our punching bag and get our live punching bag classes, mm -hmm. and, and like they show the commercial with the mom, the dad, and the kid all all beating the shit out yeah. of this punching bag or whatever. I'm like, God, what a cash cow this is! Oh, yeah, well, I mean, the the fitness industry is a fucking billion dollar, you know, several billion dollar industry. Like, it's, right? You know, I remember that about supplements. Yeah, there's too. silly money in the fitness industry. Yeah, so, I just I wish I'd had thought to act on it rather than just well, say I know this is going to happen and then it does. Listen, welcome to our life, buddy. Hindsight. Yeah. Captain Hindsight. Mm -hmm. We're here for you. But the uh <clears throat> the, so this this came up at family stuff for Christmas. Uh -oh. Um there was a grown adult, sixty year old woman, mad that her Christmas card from her mother didn't have money in it, but her brother or sister or whatever else their card did have money in it from this 93 year old mom. And I couldn't for the life of me see why at 60 years old, you're mad that your 93 year old parent put a $20 bill in one of your siblings cards and not yours. Like, are you just butthurt or do you need the $20? Cause I know this particular person doesn't need the $20. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, to me, it's mom, keep the $20. You're going to need it before I am type deal. And that led to a whole conversation about inheritance and at what threshold does it become a fist fight with God, your sibling man. or should it ever? And, you know, what is actually life changing money and, and stuff like that? And I kind of wanted to touch on that with you because we've touched on it before. Mm -hmm. And being that it just represented itself at Christmas, I I felt like it was worth touching on again. Are you going to be butthurt if your mom gave your brother or sister or because I don't remember how many siblings I you just have. have one. The one brother. One brother. Would you be mad if she gave him $20 in his Christmas card and may have forgotten to put $20 in your card? No. 
not at 60 not, years old, not at 37 years old. You know, at, at, you're six, not, at you're 16 years old, scene. maybe. You're not going to make a scene at family Christmas no. over it? God, no. You're not going to get on the phone at family Christmas and call your mother and ask her where the fuck the money oh, is? Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's how it went. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? Why yeah, don't man. See, this is why you need a fucking camera. That would be gold on YouTube. Well, so... We'd already have a million streams. Right. It didn't happen while I was there. Um, Set that bitch up and leave. And then right. leave. It, it fucking... And, and it's not even our immediate family. The wife reminds mm-hmm. it's... It's in, in-laws or whatever it is, and they got fucking mad. And I just... I couldn't, for the life of me, grasp why the fuck it matters, especially when... So I brought up the specific example with my family that when my grandmother passed away, um, there's three children on that side of the family Mm -hmm. and the one who was the most cutthroat about the whole thing Mm -hmm. is the one who was already the most financially secure yeah like way ahead of the other two and it's like well he's concerned about oh well you know your grandmother's car uh would have been worth this much when it was new and i'm like yeah 14 years ago yeah and he's like, well, you know, I, I deserve one third of whatever it's worth. And it's like, fuck, dude, you're really upset about $1,500 when you're you're getting X amount and you're worth a hundred times that. Like, fucking who cares? But and it was just it was interesting to see the dynamic where <laughs> the person who was worth the the least financially on paper mm-hmm. of of the siblings cared the least about it. it's like, fuck, I don't care. Yeah. Like. What's it matter? So my uh, my sister-in-law posted a meme that sort of relates to that today. And it said something along the lines of, it was like one of those like person and then me, like, you know, conversation deals. And it, the, the thing was like, well, why are you not concerned about every, like everybody else is with all the financial issues, you know, going on in the world? And my sister-in-law's response was, these people, I've been poor. These people are new to this. <laughs> Like, yeah, like I was I was born into this. I I know poor. I are poor. So well, yeah, it's like this the, isn't new to me. Franco meme. Yeah, the it's like oh first time. Yeah, yeah. So when my when my most of my dad's side of the family when my grandmother passed away, his his two siblings, there wasn't any any like everything was my grandmother had left everything to my dad. He had you know taken care of her the majority of her elder years or whatever. Um, you know, but there wasn't any sort of bickering or you know nobody they didn't none of them really cared like my my uncle stayed at the house after my dad left and then eventually you know my my dad transferred the house to my uncle but like there wasn't any any bickering or any you know anything like that and like i i I, so i think it's a financial like i think it's a it's a what's the word i'm looking for if you're wealthier or have more your you care more for whatever reason, or it's a generational thing like the, the quote unquote boomer generation. They're more into things. They care about things. Whereas as we've gotten, you know, and I know you're a lot like this, like I am like, I don't give a fuck about things. Like I, well, I no, like when we tell family members what we want for Christmas, we say, don't fucking give us anything. Yeah. We have to bring back to the house. We, we have enough <clears throat> shit in our house. Yeah. We don't need knickknacks. Yeah. Well, and like my mom asked me what I wanted for Christmas and like was, you know, like mom, she's insisting that she get me something. And I'm right. I'm I, I, I tell her twice that I don't want anything. And then when she forces the issue the third time, I just say, you know, I just give me gift cards or whatever. Like I don't. And I told her this year, I was like, listen, I've I'm at a point in life. Where 
anything I want, I can get, and I just go get it. And anything that I can't just go get, you're not going to buy me anyway. <laughs> or can't buy we had me. A similar, we had a similar conversation about the quote-unquote <clears throat> stimulus money. Yeah. And I already got mine. I got mine today. Did you really? Yeah, paid off debt. <clears throat> That's fucking wild. So I got a check on the last one because I had closed my bank account mm-hmm. in between taxes and then. But anyway. You get a check again. <laughs> That's fine. I don't, yeah. I don't give a shit. No, I know. Like it, it literally has zero impact on my life. And I don't mean that to sound arrogant or condescending <laughs> or anything. Like if I didn't get it, I'm okay. If mm-hmm. I do get it, it doesn't change anything. Yeah. And, and that's the exact conversation we had. Ashley and I had, I was like, well, fuck with the $600 I'm getting. It's not like I'm going to go buy car parts. Cause if $600 was what was standing between me and finishing a car, I'd have already fucking spent it. Yeah. Well, or that, or you don't need to be finishing the car. You're not financially able mm-hmm. to at this point. Right. So like, it's not a make or break thing. Like me when me. I had I, the neon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, $600 was, am I going to make it to work or not? Yeah. Back then the work or not $600 was, is Travis going to let me slide on rent again this month? <laughs> well, I mean, even when you had it, I let you slide. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> well. But but no, it's, it's one of those things. And like, I get it. People need it. And I, I put on Facebook on that particular topic. I'm like, listen, if you guys are railing against even getting it or think it's socialism yeah. or, or you just have negative feelings about it, but you're also the people saying, well, I'll just go buy a gun. Why don't you take the money and actually help your fellow man with it that is needing of it and just go and I, I brought up to actually go to a local mom and pop store if you can to buy food and, and you know stuff you can yeah. donate to food pantries and buy socks and buy you know feminine hygiene products mm-hmm. and stuff you can donate to shelters i was like fuck dude six hundred dollars goes a long way when you start donating it can i tell you but why because they don't want to openly admit they mm-hmm. love free money no. no it's not that the people who are the go buy a gun Instead of, but don't want it, quote unquote, but are going to, are going to use it anyway. They're the same people who were raised in an an individualistic society where showing compassion for somebody else is, is deemed to be a weakness. And that's really confusing because the people that typically fall into that category also cling to a book Mm -hmm. about rules and the books allegedly 2000 years old. Has a big T on mm-hmm. the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's almost like the guy that that whole thing is fucking based around wasn't full of compassion. Yep. Yep. It, it, I'm it sure. Is, it is. I'm sure that guy said, man, y'all starving, y'all starving motherfuckers. It is. Y'all sick motherfuckers. I'm gonna buy a gun. Yeah. It is. It is the selfishness in them. It is the, the very, the individualistic attitude to pull yourself up by your bootstraps type. Um, usually from people that didn't have to pull themselves up by anything other than, you know, the wealth created by a generation before them, um, you know, or, or, you know, most of them weren't, you know, most of them didn't actually have to pull themselves up by anything. They're just not willing to admit that. Or they're still poor. Or they're still poor. Yeah. And they, you know, which which to be clear, and I had this conversation this weekend too, poor doesn't just mean you may, you're below poverty. Poor means you're not rich. Absolutely. So I'm poor so when, by definition, by our definition, yeah. at least, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, why, why shouldn't we have tax cuts for the rich? And it's like, well, are you rich? No. Then you're poor. Yeah. You know, yeah, if, <laughs> and then your, your cutoff again, changes. So here's the thing. If, if you're poor, if Biden's tax plan doesn't affect you. And what was, what was his number? Under 400,000. Like 400,000 yeah, individual learning, right? Yeah. 
Well, fuck, dude. And, and I, know, <laughs> I know we've covered this early on. If you're making $400,000 a year pre-tax money, mm-hmm. what are you wanting to buy or what are you struggling to buy? Nothing. Unless you're you're treating your $400,000 a year like $20,000 a year. You know, like if you're thinking like an average American and you make 400 grand a year, what can't you fucking afford? Um, another yacht or boat. I guess, oh, I guess it's just say a yacht because you probably already have a boat. Um, you know, like, well, we know, a, we know a guy that has a, a nice size house. Mm-hmm. We know he doesn't make $400,000 a year. He's got two boats. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing yachty. No. Not even a little yachty. No. Wink. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> And he's got a couple vehicles. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like... And he rails against the whole, oh, you know, they're just going to tax us more. It's like, dude, you don't make that much money. You're not going to get fucked on it. Individualistic society and living off of the the privilege provided to him by the hard work of previous generations. Yeah, it just it. So the logic seems there on so much stuff. Dude, even our friend who works as an engineer for a very reputable company mm-hmm. and makes a pile of money. Yeah. He doesn't make who, enough money to be who probably by that who probably rate. makes just enough money that he didn't get a stimulus. <laughs> he he definitely makes more than enough money to not get a stimulus. Yeah. So because when I when I worked for the company, oh what's it twenty twenty? I worked for them in oh five, so fifteen years ago. I was making one hundred and twenty grand yeah. a year as an entry level employee, yeah. and he's five steps up from that. But. Yeah. But I mean, he makes enough money. He has he gets to quit paying Social Security halfway through the year. Yeah, because he's already maxed out. Yeah. But he again, he's not going to be affected by this if you make over four hundred grand a year tax plan. Well, and 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 so the one thing that I that's weird for me, and it's it's I grapple with it a little bit, like the two thousand dollar thing. One point that was made by a couple of Republican senators is that. Putting $2,000 into the hands of people that don't necessarily need it, and I are one of those people, my job, mm-hmm. I, I'm lucky enough to be in an industry where I got busier. I right. I have made Me more too. money through all of this. You know, I'm lucky. My wife is also lucky in that aspect that she works in a, a job that isn't, you know, slowing down. Right. I don't need the $600. I don't need the 2000. And I, I think that money could be better served placed into, you know, lengthening the unemployment support, you know, or other programs to help people with rent or, or whatever, um, right. versus putting it in the hands of just everybody, you know, like the 600 bucks. So, you know, whatever, not a big deal. It is what it is. Right. It's nice to have. I, I threw it towards debt. Um, we put some in savings. Like, you know, but I'm not stimulating the economy with my, my family's $1,200. And, and that's why I think using the term stimulus is not ideal in that scenario because the, the intention is to help the people that need the money to pay for yeah. food or to keep housing or, or shit like that. Yeah. So. It, the idea <laughs> of... Picking and choosing who gets it yeah. is wonderful. It's in hard. Theory. It's hard to do. It's it's impossible. Somebody somebody's always going to get left out. So so I get that just giving it to everybody. I'm not I'm not faulting that. I think if you're going to incre- then increase the money you want over that, you know what I mean, like going from the six hundred to the two thousand. Mm-hmm. I think you're better off targeting that fourteen hundred dollars differently. Send the yeah, six hundred. I just. I think it ends up being the 
the time delay to get it done and the cost to make shit happen correctly is typically too long or too expensive mm-hmm. than just handing it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, th- that's like the, the, the food stamp argument. Do people abuse food stamps? Yes. Does Absolutely. the abuse does the abuse cost outweigh the cost of making shit work Not correctly? Right. And and that was the like less than like one percent of all people that get food stamps abuse them. Right. The same thing with <clears throat> And even um, if that number's under fifteen percent, I'm still okay with the whole program as is. <laughs> instead of fucking eighty five percent of people on yeah. it. And, and that was the same thing about um drug testing, yep. people receiving less than some sort 1% of government of people that in the in the one state where they ran the test of, of drug testing it was like less than 1% of people even tested positive for marijuana, no other hard drugs. Right. And I don't give a shit about the percentage, it's a purely numeric portion. Does it cost more to run the program than it does to do you are you more expensive running the program mm-hmm. with the savings you're getting by not paying out? Or are you running a better financial program by not testing? And when they look at the numbers and they're like, oh, it's more expensive to test everybody because we're not fucking mm-hmm. getting enough people yeah. off of it. And it's like, well, then just allow that the little bit of fucking slot. What's weird for me is is we as a country, and because we can't, we are the world leader. No matter how dysfunctional we are right now, we're the, we're the, we are the, the world leader. For now. For now. Um so we we can't be everywhere. We can't fix everything. But we do send money to lots of different countries to help them fix their issues that we can't fix. That That is our philosophy. Since we can't be there, our money does more good sending it to let them fix their shit than it does with us sending in people or troops or whatever. From a humanitarian from, from perspective. A, from a, yeah, exactly. And it's just weird to me that people don't see that the same way for the citizens of the u.s like as americans well, the people, same don't people that it. don't want to help american citizens also don't want to help foreign countries either i get it you're right right never mind you know what's wild too is <laughs> i, I see me. all the people who are like oh you know how fucking wasteful is this bill we're spending 35 million dollars over to pakistan for for gender etc etc yeah. and i was like well, I don't see you bitching about the 20 plus million dollars that are being spent for abstinence education in this country that's been shown to be absolutely useless. Well, well, but, uh, 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 yeah, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I get it. I'm not a huge fan of, of bills that are all incorporating and in like, it doesn't make any fucking sense for a COVID relief fund bill to include $740 billion for the Pentagon to spend or to include $35 million to Pakistan or 20 plus million dollars to the churches to teach people not to jerk off or have sex, even though it's literally a fucking animal instinct that you're going to have. Yeah, I get it. The concept of the budget proposals is it's all give and take and bargaining, Mm -hmm. but that's, the argument that I do see from the communist, socialist, liberal fucking scum argument sayers is we shouldn't be sending any money out of country. We should be sending the $2,000 to our civilians, and that should be what the bill is, and it shouldn't include all this other language. And I can agree, I agree. with with all that, and I agree with the president on that. Mm-hmm. We should be focusing on making sure the people in this country are doing okay, that 100%. they're surviving I just want to note it down. We both agree with the president. Yes. What I don't agree with, and I have been responding to people's comments when they posted, it was like, so are we now good with socialism? Because whether it's $600 or it's $2,000, the president's saying that's three plus times the socialism that was being proposed by the socialists or being accepted by the socialists. Mm -hmm. 
So are you okay with socialism or are you not? Well, and then fucking heads explode. Absolutely, I'm sure. And they. Well, I'm not okay with any of it. Okay, then take the money you get and, and use it for charity. Well, I'm going to buy a gun. Well, then you're fucking okay with socialism. Yeah. Which one is it? You can't. Yeah. You know, and there's a few people that I got that said I'm not okay with it at all, and then you can't get them to commit to <laughs> my favorite people that are using charitable. my favorite people. My favorite people that are using the stimulus money to buy a gun are also the same people that don't realize the cops that they love are the ones that are going to come take their guns. <laughs> you know, it, that makes me at laugh. The risk of, Fuck, that makes me laugh every time. It's it's wild to me that the people who will say that black guy wouldn't have gotten shot had he just done what he was told to by law enforcement mm -hmm. are the same ones throwing a fit that law dictates they have to wear a mask. Yep. I shouldn't have to wear a mask. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I thought you were just saying people should follow the rules. Yeah. And what they want to say is white people should be able to do whatever they want. Non-white people should just fucking suck it up and not get shot by doing whatever the fuck they're told. Pretty much. It's, it's a, that's a very accurate way to describe that. Now I'm a race betrayer because I'm a white guy. Yeah, I, I shit on white people over it. Yeah, fuck. Sorry, I'm yawning like a motherfucker. Little Yanni. <clears throat> Little Yanni. I like that. The, um, do you guys have anyone in the family that sends out like year end updates? No. So, <sighs> and I had never heard of this until I was with my wife. Oh God. They do weird shit over there. We, we get a letter at the end of every year that, so like this year it's the 2020 end of year update from the blank family. Cause I'm not going to throw them under the bus. And when we got one last year, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And she's reading it, and I'm like, I don't care where, where their kids went to school or the adventures their kids went on or any of this shit. I'm like, if I if I fucking cared about any of that, I would already know about it. I wouldn't need it in writing at the end of the year. Like, what do you do with this? Why, why does anybody feel that they're this important? You throw it in the trash. Well, it's apparently a thing that a lot of people do if you're affluent. Oh. That so makes like a little you, bit of sense. That's, I don't really know any rich people, so that makes sense. Well, it's like a it's a soft brag. <laughs> whether you're willing to admit it or okay. not. And it's fucking weird to me because I don't need to know your year end update because you're my friend and I talk to you throughout the year. Yeah. Clearly we have the podcast. Yeah. This isn't Saturday night live <laughs> <laughs> the weekend update. But, but I just thought that was such a weird fucking thing. And we got to talking about it and I don't know if you remember me mentioning, um, the fire starter. Yep. So his grandfather does it weekly to the family. Jesus. He sends out weekly, updates via usps what to point, the entire family at what point do they just become still alive <laughs> like dude but he talks about because he works in the church he talks about what oh the church God. is going on and what's going on locally and what's going on with this family member this family like he consolidates all the family information the gossip yeah and, and shares it to the rest of the family and i'm like oh my god dude i'd fucking disown my family if this was going to be the kind of shit like that's ridiculous to me yeah that was weird i don't like it i don't like it one bit so since we have both denounced year-end updates and we are at the end of 2020. Let's do a year-end update. <laughs> That's Sports Center. Sports Center. <laughs> um, so if you want to try and toss some year-end stuff, what have we done with the podcast or what have you done throughout 2020 uh, that involves not getting corona? Um, go ahead and, and then I'll throw some stuff out there. And I don't. I don't really... I can't think of anything specifically. We didn't really do anything with the podcast. <laughs> we we, we made recorded a it. worth of episodes. <laughs> we were here and present. Um, the podcast has been to Las Vegas. Part of it has. 
Yeah, um, there's been stickers placed in random places throughout the country. Yeah, without, without any sold. way to track down who we are, because I'm stupid and made the wrong shit the first time. <laughs> there's a couple with the tagline on them. <laughs> uh, um, there's a couple bars that are pissed off. They just have a random sticker over the urinal. Yeah, yeah, fuck them. Um, but I would say that you've honed your craft. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I can tell listening to episodes now versus episodes earlier. They're, they're way, so, they're, they're better quality. Well, but even the content even is your, terrible, but we ran out all of the fun stuff before yeah. we learned how to actually speak correctly. Yeah. But there's a lot less ums and uhs and likes and empty pauses and stuff like that. And a lot of the, the speech patterns I feel like have become more fluid. You mean you listen back to these things? Yeah, oh, that's I one listen. less listener we have. Then <laughs> <laughs> I got to take that out of the count. <laughs> well, what I do is I wait like a month and then I play them all. Oh, once. okay, that that explains the jump. The jump a month later, yeah. and I and I change my my VPN to put me in a different place on Earth okay. to try right. and get us so like, the number one podcast. That explains in Ukraine. Land. Yeah, that explains Ukraine. So, but so I think from a creating con from a creating point of view. It has gotten better, not as far as consistent content, hmm. but as far as production value and as far as the hosts, I think we do a better job with our jobs than we did to start with. Yeah. Um, I would agree with obviously, that. Obviously, we'd like to try and be a little bit more consistent as far as thoroughness and content and having people know what to expect when they tune in. Um, what fun is that? Buckle There's up, then nothing in mod, nothing in Mod Pod official RC drag car, so that's progress. Yeah, that is. Uh, sorry, I was taking a drink while you were talking. I didn't think you were going to stop that quickly. Yeah, now you're fucking up my whole comment from before. Um, yeah, we got the uh, we got the nothing in moderation RC car. Um, it's currently in pieces, so I've taken it out and raced it twice now, and I've I've upgraded it more. I've I've had it apart to upgrade it more times than I've had it out to race it. So that's how things are going for me. That's the way my life goes with real cars. Yeah, yeah. These are a lot cheaper, although not really. Nothing in, nothing in Mod Pod Miata now has a, a garage. Has it built moved it. since we we did all that work to it? Yeah, I, I drove it around in the yard to try and get the sun into it to get some of the the liquid out of it. Okay, because right. <laughs> it was leaky roof, and then I built a garage uh, on the paved area for it. Okay, um, all the parts showed up that I need, aside from a fuel pump and a shifter bushing. And then it should be good to go. JP's going to maybe help me out on that. Okay. And by help me out, I mean let me pay him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I was supposed to take Jen's car and to get an oil change today. God damn it. Oh, I made man. an appointment and everything. It's a good thing it doesn't normally go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I can't. I honestly, I think it's, I think we're changing the oil out of out of time, not miles. God. So. I think I've put 2,500 miles on my primary car this year. Yeah, and we didn't go anywhere to go visit anybody either. Like we, the couple of times we were going to go see her family in Georgia, we, you know, things got crazier with like there were bigger outbreaks of of coronavirus, so we just decided to stay home because her family in Georgia is a little bit older. Um, you know, and, and it just didn't make sense for us to to take the risk or whatever. So like we we haven't really we haven't fucking we haven't left Florida at all this year. So yeah, so I guess in twenty twenty we've uh. Learned some stuff, and we yeah. love some people, and we've lost some people. You know, the biggest thing I learned is that you can't turn every hobby into a stream of income, or you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Like, you don't have to make money off of everything. 
I mean, so long as you're having fun, that's payment in and of itself. And I, I think there's some, some quote unquote rule of thumb, have three hobbies, one you can make money off of mm-hmm. one you really enjoy and, mm-hmm. and something else. I don't know. I don't just have, have hobbies. hobbies. I do, like, I do no this. Just, just do stuff. Do stuff you enjoy. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy doing this. I obviously enjoy talking to you and it's, it's fun to talk to some of the people that actually listen Mm. like so we were in savannah this weekend because we're we're bad americans and we traveled and we followed you know distancing rules and mask rules and stuff which don't really apply in georgia anyway and we were we were in savannah with um our friends and they brought something up that you and i talked about on the show like they did it a couple times but they brought something up and i'm like oh you guys aren't just listening through the back catalog like you listened to the most recent episode and they're like, yeah. And then we had a whole conversation about it. And, you know, I know you're not supposed to make a podcast for your friends because then you have a limited audience and stuff like that. But it's it's always fun to end up having a conversation about something that we talked about and actually have a whole conversation from it. It's like, oh, you guys talked about this and this is what I think and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, even if that's all that comes from it, to me, I enjoy it. Yeah. But that and Billy still owes me for a fucking calendar. God damn it. He was at my house, too. I should have fucking... Was he? Yeah, he dropped should've off. Like, hey, pay up, I didn't bitch. realize he hadn't paid you, or I would have made him give me the money. He was out golfing and shit like a baller. <laughs> um, I know he invited us. Yeah. But I'm not. Let me see. Any any big stuff to look forward to for you guys in 2021? Um, any hopes? Nothing crazy going on right now. Work's fucking... Work is ruining my life at this point, so I don't... Uh, I I don't anticipate... Uh, a lot of free time in the especially in the first part of the year so i don't i don't know we don't really have a lot of plans right now i mean i know we uh we all hope the the rona dies down um and obviously i i look forward to continuing to create in some way shape or form or another with you yeah yeah i mean i know we talked about some video projects and stuff and i've been slacking ass getting on that i even have text messages to myself saying hey please follow through with this type deal and just see how that's going well and i had you upload a bunch of episodes to the shared drive so i can go through and get some snippets and i just i end up so gassed at the end of the day you know 10 hours a day in front of the computer i don't want to sit in front of the computer anymore and it's easy to get lazy whether it's whether it's working out or working on a car and that's why i have so many unfinished projects you know, or or it's making content. It's it's just so easy to get lazy. And well, and if if I have a resolution for twenty twenty one, yeah, that's what I would want it to be. Is that I invest my time more wisely to continue to create to do something more creative than fucking go sit on the couch and and watch streaming services. Yeah, I mean, I thoroughly enjoy my hour a night playing Grand Theft Auto with the boys. Like I. You know, I actually look for that. I look forward to that more than pretty much anything that I do. No, I, I and I agree. It's it's good to have that interaction time because we're not all hanging out yeah. in person. And I mean, fuck it. If we spend six hours doing that or we spend an hour together in public, one of us <laughs> is more likely to get ill from the hours spent together in public. Absolutely. As, as referenced the, by the last time I hung out with those motherfuckers. <laughs> they came down with a Rona. Yeah. Fucking, fuck. I don't know how I dodged that bullet. So you may not have. That's yeah, true. Ashley, the big thing Ashley said is three to five days after contact is when you should get tested, not the yeah. next day. Well, no, it was it was it was it was at least five days. Because um, okay. well, no, it was actually almost seven. 
because I I only by the time we got the test because the, the CDC said to if you were exposed to a, to somebody who had it and you tested negative you should still quarantine for ten days. And Jen and I, Jen and I stayed home for three additional days after we both got negative tests. Okay. So, I mean, but we're that, quarantining for the next two weeks. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys probably should. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, there was there was, fuck, dude. It, I can't believe how much common sense doesn't make sense to people. Mm-hmm. But I, I just want to hit some some real quick stuff because I know we're getting close to time for trash or treasure. Yep. Um, so I mentioned we went to visit, we quarantined for two weeks and then we went and saw our grandma for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we went to Savannah and now we're going to quarantine for two more weeks. Just real quick, some things that, that happened along the trip. Um, Ashley fell, fell off the bed while sleeping (laughs) at her grandmother's house. Just, I was half awake and then I, I hear all this commotion and a thud and then she gets up and starts yelling (laughs) incoherently (laughs) thinking I pushed her off the bed. Yeah. Like I pushed her off the bed. That's great. Um, it was a good time. And it, <laughs> so the next day she's like, did I actually fall off the bed? I'm like, you did. And you accused me of it. Um, on the day after Christmas, we went to the family's house. And this is where I heard the story about the angry family member about the, the money in a card. Mm-hmm. Um, we brought Penny with us and we have uh, like jingle bells on the door for the back door so that Penny can ring the bell if she needs to go outside and we open the door and she can go out and pee and poop or, or chase things. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're at the family member's house and Penny is just being super silly and like climbing at people's laps, even though she's never met him before. And we're like, what is going on with her? And then she all of a sudden sees that they have bells hanging from the door and smashes into the door and bells. And we're like, oh, she's got to go to the bathroom. Nice. So we, we take her outside and it's a, a very quick and panicky situation for her. Yeah. So she's smarter than we are. Um, in Savannah this weekend, I watched no less than three almost death instances happen. We were standing on a street corner, waiting to cross the street, and a group of people crossed, even though they didn't have the the, the little white light walking guy. Mm-hmm. And a 10-year-old from another group saw them walking across the street and walked out in the street and almost got ran the fuck over by a truck Jesus. because they still had the green light. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to see this again. <laughs> um <laughs> We were in a bar called Molly McPherson's. Shout out to a sweet Scottish place in Savannah. I think that's um, the place that the ghost tour that Jen and I went on, the limo ghost tour. I think they stopped there for us to get refills halfway through the tour. Very probably. They've been there for quite a while. Yeah. It, it is a Scottish place and, you know, tons of whiskey and stuff. Yeah. But I remember I got guy. a white claw there or a truly or whatever <laughs> they happen to have. Well, some guy uh, with neck tattoos up to his ears was there on the ghost tour and was there with his date for the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, they apparently did not leave with a ghost tour, and she ended up so tore up, and he was still feeding her drinks that, like, she lost consciousness. Oh, God. And they moved her from a high top into one of, like, the uh, living room chairs by the fire. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, head tilted back and vomiting into her own mouth. Oh, my God. Um, having to be cleaned up. And Ashley's like... I'm telling you, that's not just she passed out drunk. Like, she's doing the full T-Rex arm. She needs to go to the hospital. Yeah. Type deal. And the guy's like, no, no, no. And she's like, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. And they ended up calling it EMS and stuff. So this is clearly an instance where had somebody not said something, the girl probably would have been dead and or raped. Yeah. You know, because I'm sure the guy was cool with the girl being drunk. Um, And then the last one that stands out, Ashley and I crossed the road and we had the little white guy telling us to go. And I make it across the street because I walk faster than her and she's almost across the street and a fucking F-350 electric truck blows the red light at like 45 and almost wallops her in the street. Jesus Christ. 
I was like, final destination this weekend. Jeez. That's what you guys get for traveling during a pandemic. Yeah. That's, oh, that's God trying to I tell died. you to fucking stay home. <laughs> I died in Savannah. Oh, was it COVID? No, it was an electrical truck. No, but it was also COVID. COVID electrical. Yep. It's a stat Bobby can appreciate. Yep. That joke was for Bobby. <laughs> Not that he'll ever hear it. <laughs> fucking. We, th- dude, there was a, a huge, huge yacht. Like in the Savannah Harbor, and like I'm, I'm. Did it have a bunch of shipping sp- containers on it? No, it it was an actual yacht. Like it was oh. fucking. I've, I've only ever seen shipping containers in that fucking channel. Well, so they've dredged everything, so they oh. they have even more room. Like they're gonna have four or five separate cranes that unload shit. Nice. But they're the they're the third largest shipping port in the United oh, yeah. States. Yeah. But there's this massive yacht. I mean, like the kind of shit you land helicopters <clears> on. <throat> across the river at the West End, and it's so fucking it's Kelly Lawler's looks- and her husband's <laughs> Try, trying to win the state. Yep. They, they, they if, sailed, if they me, sailed down to Savannah to get their votes. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just thinking about some of the people walking around like the gravy seals <laughs> with their tech nine line or whatever. <laughs> Meal team six. Yeah. Nine line apparel. It says I'm a Patriot. Oh, it's because of my God, religion. Jesus. I'm like, Oh fuck. But, um, dude, the yacht was so fucking big. It made actual like boats mm-hmm. like that. Any one of us may think about owning look like dinghies yeah. behind it. And I was like, I should get a picture of that and ask Bobby if he's in Savannah. <clears throat> that would have been funny, but I couldn't. Yeah. Well. I was driving. Yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. I'm not trying to put it in the water. <laughs> turn the, turn the focus into a yacht. Oh, you guys probably took the BMW. <laughs> We did. It's it's a lot nicer to drive. Yeah, I would assume so. I don't. I assume, I also assume Ashley wouldn't be caught dead in the BM in the in the Focus. No, we we drive that places. Oh. It's just if we're going somewhere nice and we might get seen, we exactly <laughs> we have to yeah, drive yeah. the better looking one with a window. Yeah, if you're just going to a little corner store, she'll she'll take the Focus. But if you're going yeah, any, anywhere going else, to South Florida or something, going to my parents' house, it's cool yeah, to take the Focus. Yeah. Who's going to see us in Daltona that we care about? Nobody. But man, I think I mentioned this when we came back from Vegas. So we drove an EcoBoost convertible Mustang while we were out there, mm-hmm. with, you know, seat warmers and shit. Yeah. And then we came back and I drove her car back from the airport. And I was like, I can't believe how much better your car drives and handles. And that a like, fucking Mustang? Yeah. Th- really? You can't believe that? I, you can't believe well, that her <laughs> higher end BMW, even though it's a lower, like it's a, it's a whatever series is. I know it's not like the two series. Yeah. So it's, it's the quote unquote lower series, but it's a higher end model of the lower series. Yeah. Drives better than a Mustang. Well, no, no, no. It wasn't that I couldn't believe it was better. No. It's how much better it was. Okay. Like, well, you know, the other car is still a two, three turbo and it still makes similar power. And it's like, ah, well this makes this much more, but I can't believe how much better the delivery is on her car and just how much more solid it feels. Cause I was thinking, you know, the Mustang versus my focus. I was like, man, this is a huge improvement. And then from driving that around for a week, I drive her car and I'm like, fuck, this is just so much better. Yeah. You know, we, I can set the cruise control at 90 in her car coming back from Georgia and it just feels like you're doing 45. Yeah. No big deal. Till a judge or highway patrol pulls out in front of you. Yeah. Well, you know, if he pulls out in front of you, getting hit. Yeah. What happens uh, if a deer runs out in front of you at 80 mile an hour? That's a fast ass deer, sir. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, I almost said that the night we were out at the road and the cops pulled up so, or I tried to make some, I was going to make some sort of joke, but it seemed like kind of a serious situation. So I just let it ride. <laughs> it happens. 
Which night were you out there in the uh, college football? Uh, this was the night that I had everybody from Orlando out there. Oh, so. <laughs> did they ask you that same question? No, no, no. It was, it oh. was I, I was looking for an opportunity to make a similar joke and it, it didn't last. Gotcha. So the guy that was out there was pretty pissed, but he also knew that there was way too fucking many of us for him to do anything. So, cause we had, sure, we'll hap- we had like we 30 will cars vacate the turnaround. <laughs> we will happily vacate the area yeah. or do you have enough handcuffs to make us yeah. go another way? Yeah. We, uh, we had like 30 cars in the turnaround and three or four of those were fucking like 3,500 series pickups, like long beds with 26 foot car trailers on them. So it was wild out there. It's a good time. Yeah, it was. Uh, anyway, you ready to get into trash or treasure? Sure. Well, I'm disappointed, as we spoke about earlier, that we can't do 2020 as the final trash or treasure of 2020. Trash, 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 trash. So my my contribution to the final trash or treasure of 2020 is a young man who is a pseudo professional athlete. Oh no, he. Let's see. He plays the foosball. Um, he was like, born like the soccer or the, or no, the, the actual foosball yeah, or the, the actual American football. football. Okay, American football. Yep. Uh, he was born in Texas in '92. Um, he uh, where is it? Because I know there's something in here about uh, his parents are super fucking rich, like oil oil money rich. So um, so we know it's not me. It's definitely not you. You're also not from Texas, are you? Only steers and queers come from Texas, boy. <laughs> you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. Um, he was a four-star recruit quarterback. I'll even give you that. I'll give you that he was a quarterback. Four-star coming out of high school. Okay. Um, and he played at Texas A&M, um, where he did what Texas A&M normally does and makes it almost to the end and then gives up on everything. Um, that's a common Texas A&M thing. It's not specifically him that causes it. Reoccurring theme. Yeah. Uh, he was later drafted by the, uh, Cleveland Browns. So, um, he's also played in, uh, the Canadian football league. Uh, he played in the AAF, which was that, uh, league that the NFL created that with, with, uh, it was like a farm league. It was like a farm league almost that that landed that lasted uh, all of about four games <clears throat> or six games, something like that. Um, he has been in numerous altercations for. Um, in 2012, he was arrested um, and charged with uh, three misdemeanors: disorderly conduct, failure to produce ID, and possession of a fictitious driver's license, um, which was his first year in college. That's a um, wild thing to get in trouble for when you can yep, just give yep. him your real ID. Um, police report stated that he was with a friend who directed a racial slur at a man on the street. The man then approached the two of them and tried to get at the friend. But this guy placed himself between the two men saying his friend didn't mean it and he was going to take him home. Um, basically, it was a physical altercation. Um, after his In the offseason, right before his uh, NFL career started, um, he was um, he was having some quote unquote off the field issues, oversleeping, uh, tweeting about shitty things at the college, and uh, eventually admitting to having a drug problem. Oh boy, um, that's that's definitely where you want your first round pick yeah, yeah, to be yeah. mindset wise. Yep, uh, he got involved with a heckler at a golf tournament. Um, 
heckler had been continually asking for an autograph, uh, and this person got fed up and threw a water bottle at the man. The water bottle missed the heckler. Security and police were called, but no criminal charges were filed. Um, he was also pulled over a couple years later, or a couple months later in 2015, after fighting in his car with his girlfriend. Um, I want to point out that an NFL quarterback threw something at somebody and missed. Yep, that should tell you why he's not an NFL quarterback anymore. <laughs> Because it's not like it was a 50-yard bomb. It was probably some dude like 15 feet from him. Um, he was seen at the casino the night before the team's last game for the season. Um, and so he's and he's in a uh, he's a, he plays for a team in the Midwest, and he was at a Vegas casino the night before their final game. <laughs> <laughs> so he's clearly not putting football yeah, first. No, 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 no. I um, want to point out Miller already knows who this is. Nice. Why is Miller listening? Wait, what? Well, he listens every week. I guarantee that oh, he knows who this is like, based on his early hints. Yeah, no, I... Um, his agent dropped him in 2016, um, or his, his management, or his marketing agency, sorry. Um, his agent also announced that he would no longer represent him uh, about a month later. Uh, and his local police department in the city where he lives announced that they are opening a criminal investigation for domestic violence with the girlfriend he was in an altercation with the year previous in the car that no no charges were filed for. They finally just started to file charges. Well, so I'm going to go through the people that I can think of that aren't necessarily quarterbacks, but they are problematic. Yep. Or were. And I know it's not them. Okay. So I know it's not Aaron Hernandez. It is not. He's not Uh, a quarterback. So there's that. But he was problematic, and he's dead. Yeah. He was dead by the time this was happening, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... Th- is it Jameis Winston? I don't know who the fuck that is, so no. Okay, so I think he was the guy who was going FSU and got in trouble, but I could be way off. And the one who uh, hid crab legs in his pants to steal the Jameis Winston. Um, that's what it was. Who's currently in the NFL, like, playing, like, continues to play in the... I don't think he's... Okay. He's... he's they, they traded him to the Saints. He's so he backs up Drew Brees, so he doesn't okay. do anything. Not but a bad place to learn. No, not at all. Um, so <clears throat> let me see. It, it definitely. What did you call him, Jimmy Swenson? No, Jimmy Swinston. No, you. Oh, I thought you said Jimmy Swinson, and I was like, uh. no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, uh, trying to think of who else. <clears throat> um, who was the guy that they said was blind? <laughs> I don't know. Like that doesn't ring a bell either. Had a vision problem. It might have been Winston. Um, I thought Baker Mayfield was the guy in Cleveland. Baker Mayfield is the new guy in Cleveland. This was the guy. Before, okay. This was the guy before, before. Baker. Baker's or, uh, Cleveland's very dysfunctional. If you didn't know well, that, yeah. Because I was excited when Trent Richardson went there as a, a no, running back. Don't ever be excited for anybody that goes he to Cleveland. A, <laughs> he had a good first year. He hit nine hundred to a thousand yards and didn't even play every game. Yeah, well, um, Trent Richardson. Yeah. Uh, and it's who's the other guy that's there that's the running back now? Um, to Nick Chubb. About. Or is, yeah, is, it, Chubb. is it Chubb? Or was it uh, yeah, no, Chubb, was, Chubb? No, Chubb was the guy out of Georgia. Who else do they have? Um, well, well, I know Eddie Lacy came out the year after Richardson and yeah. he went to, to Green Bay. Yeah. And then Chubb was another person that was worth noting that went to Cleveland. Anyway, I'm off on a tangent. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I should know who the quarterback was for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, I should, but I shouldn't because nobody pays attention to the Browns other than Browns fans. Yeah. Kareem Hunt is probably the guy you're thinking of in Cleveland that had the issue. Nick Chubb hasn't had really had any issues. Kareem, Kareem Hunt's Hunt the, was the one who played for Kansas City. He played for Kansas City, and he's in Cleveland now. So that's probably who you were thinking of with the the actual issues. Nick Chubb's been a pretty quiet um, 
Like he hasn't well, had Josh, any, any issues. So Josh Gordon was in Cleveland and had some issues before he went to New England. Yeah. And I think he and still had, had more issues, issues there. Yeah. Well, it's because the NFL can't fucking give up on weed. Right. And then there was some tight end that I picked up one year in draft that played at um, Cleveland and had a really good year and then went somewhere else and didn't. But I feel like he went to college with... Well, also, it's a quarterback, not a tight end. So Right. I'm just saying, I feel like he went to, he went to college with the quarterback. No, I don't know. I don't know. About uh, I feel like his last name was Jordan or something. Anyway. I got nothing. Is that all your guesses? You out of guesses? That that's all I can think of. I, I'm assuming by his buddy called someone a racial slur that the quarterback is a white he guy. He is he is definitely a white guy. So there is that. Most most quarterbacks are, for the most part, or unfortunately, I guess. I don't I think most uh, I think the majority of them are. Historically, but I think right now the some of the more the better oh, stars. Yeah, the better quarterbacks in the league are not white. But so that's a different argument. Uh, so the guy is not currently playing football. Uh, no. Not in the NFL, at least. No, definitely not in the NFL. When did he leave? Um, he was forced out in <laughs> 20... Hang on a second. He started playing in the Canadian Football League um, in 2018. Okay, so 17, 16 or 17 would have been his last year. Yeah, 16 was his last year. Wait, no, I'm sorry. He started in the Canadian Football League in 2017. So he never played the 2016 season. He only played the 2015 season in the NFL. I wish I could think better. I know it's not Teddy Bridgewater. No. Um, it's not Cam Newton, obviously. He's still in the NFL playing for the Patriots. And he's not a white guy. Yeah. Well... I don't know. It's not the guy that uh, played for the 49ers either. No, no. Colin Kaepernick? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not him. him. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I should it know is, it because I... It is Johnny Manziel. God dang it. <laughs> so... he. I remember Manziel being like a, a first-round pick mm-hmm. and them talking about how he was a problematic person to take on, that if he was yep. going to a team, he should be going to a team that's going to be able to wrangle him in. Yeah, yeah. Cleveland was not the spot for him. And, and, and to be... <laughs> Poor Cleveland. To be... I think at the time the the coach in Cleveland was I think it was his first I don't remember who it was at the time but I think it was like the coach's first or second season and bringing a new coach into a dysfunctional system and then throwing in a dysfunctional quarterback and on top of that like really set the coach up for failure and just dumpster fire the whole thing. Yeah, I mean so, Cleveland doesn't have a long history of making It's a smoldering dumpster fire most of the time. So Well, they're not the worst team in the league this they season. They are not. That's true. Is it the Jets? Um, I no. I well. I think it's Jacksonville because they. Uh, I believe I saw an article last week that Jacksonville clinched the uh, the number one spot in the draft <laughs> last week with their loss. The, the Sacco. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the the reason he popped up and I is because he today signed a contract with uh, fan controlled football. It's a proposed professional indoor football league. Um, okay. And. Uh, the inaugural season is scheduled to begin in February of 2021. Um, I don't know much more than that about it. Uh, I guess it's only going to be a couple of teams. Uh, how many teams are in the league? Right now there's four teams in the league. So, oh, so shit. what you're saying is I stand a chance. Hang on, hang on a second. <laughs> so, ooh, I might need to do some more research on this. So, the 
teams are owned, like the four teams, one of them is the Beasts. They are owned by Marshawn Lynch, Mike Tyson, and some guy named Miro, who is a <laughs> Rusev wrestler. Oh, just going to... It's going to be like necessary roughness. People fucking out there drop kicking other people. And <laughs> um, The other team is the Glacier Boys owned by cornerback Richard Sherman. Quavo, who is one half of or one third of the Migos. And some guy named D. Stroying, who is apparently a YouTube star and a college football kicker. Uh, the other one is owned by G- Gregory James Miller and Austin Eckler. Uh, Gregory is a internet personality and editor from IGN and Eckler is a football running back from the chargers, I guess. Never heard of him. Yeah. The final team is the zappers. Uh, they are owned by Trevor may who's a, um, pitcher for the Mets and his pitch for the twins and Bob Meanery. And I don't know if you know who Bob Meanery is, but Bob Meanery is the guy that does the voiceovers for the Buffalo wild wings commercials. I need to start tagging him in all my anti B-dub yeah. posts. Yeah, Bob Bob Meanery is the voice of Buffalo Wild Wings. So that uh, so I might need to do some more gonna, research on this. This is wild as fuck. Yeah, you're going to have to find out what it's going to take to get a, the Nothing in Moderation podcast. I mean, it seems like you can throw teams. in 30 or 40 bucks and get a team. I mean. Sold. <laughs> although, like, Marshawn Lynch and Mike Tyson, they've got a ton of fucking money, so. But I know Tyson went through, because we've talked about him before, he went through a real rough period where he had, like, no money. Because Don King fucked him. Yeah, I mean he's 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 back in the money, I believe. Okay. Uh, apparently, the fighting. other the other quarterback they signed today was DeAndre Francois. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, he played for the Seminoles. Nice. He never made it. Hey, to, maybe uh, that uh that guy from UF who prays can get a job. Uh, that's Tim Tebow. He's actually he's making more money in baseball and on TV than he ever would in any professional sport. Well, in baseball, he's still in one of the farm teams, isn't he? Yeah, but he's making good money, and he's he's got all of his sponsorships and shit that go with that. He's, okay, he's, I was going to say just actual salary in a farm team is not very no, much, because no. one of the guys I grew up with <laughs> was saying he ate like bologna and cheese sandwiches every day just to get by. Um, to, and and I, I don't know this, I don't know what it is for like 2020, but I know Major League Baseball cut some of their minor programs uh, just for COVID and financial reasons. Um. So I, I'm sure it's even less now as, you know, it's it's hard enough to get people to go to a major league game. It's even harder to get them to go to minor league games, which right. is weird because I, I, I far when Orlando had a minor team, league, I fuck, I love right. the minor league team they had. And like I, well, like you, I said, I go to the Stetson games. I'll go to the Tortugas. I was going to say, you guys have the Tortugas out there. Those are always yeah. fun. And it's like 10 bucks a seat. Yeah. Yeah. And there's not a bad seat in the, in the Tortuga stadium, honestly. So I know the kid that I grew up with, um, Eddie Lucas or Edward Lucas Mm -hmm. uh, from talking to him or people that were still talking to him when we were adults and stuff like it was a great thing he got called up and finally got a contract and stuff like that and now he's like a base coach or whatnot yeah well the first night that he was on the regular team and they traveled like when he got called up mid-season the per diem they were giving him was some huge amount of money for like food and stuff. And yeah. he's like, no, I, I still just ate, I just still ate bologna and cheese and pocketed all that. Cause I didn't know how long I'd be making that kind of money instead of, you know, $500 a week or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so real quick to touch on the records, the jets are two and 13. The Jaguars are one and 14. Nice. The Eagles are four, 10 and one. The Falcons are four and 11. God damn Falcons. Yeah, dude. Some of the yeah, two and thirteen of the Jets. The Bengals are four ten and one. Broncos are five and ten. 
Um, the Patriots for the first time in however many years haven't made the playoffs, but the Buccaneers have with Tom Brady. Yeah. Well, I mean, and he Tom broke Brady. the single season touchdown or tied the single season touchdown record for the Bucks. Yeah. At like 36, I think. Well, it's easy to do when you're the goat. Well, I'm not even trying to harp on that. I'm just saying it wasn't all Bill Belichick. Oh no, because I don't. I mean, anybody that ever actually believed it was is stupid. So, <laughs> I, I Bill will Belichick's say not buddy, out there throwing the fucking football around, right? And to think you that know, was, Tom Brady doesn't make any sort of calls on the fly to change things up if he thinks he needs to, like every other fucking quarterback in the league does. I hated. Yeah. I hated the people that was like, "Oh, it's all Belichick." Shut the fuck up. Just recognize greatness when you see it. <laughs> Fuck. I'm not I'm not gonna say all that. I just think that he's he was definitely a well in a that good same vein, you should recognize the greatness of Bill Belichick. He is probably no, absolutely. he is probably the he's definitely the greatest co- active coach in football right now, in my opinion. Well, and he's got more rings, I believe, than anyone in history. Yeah. So well there you, you know, go. I mean Super Bowl rings yeah. to be specific. So because he had wanted a team prior to the Patriots. Yeah, what, the Jets or some shit? I don't remember whoever he was before. Some team that wasn't the Patriots. Yeah, pretty much. So, all right, buddy, you ready to get the fuck out of here? Well, I'm going to say that Manziel is trash. Yeah, Manziel is trash, absolutely. I don't, I don't even know why I brought him up. We, I knew he was going to be trash. <laughs> um, we're wishing farewell to 2020. We hope that um, at midnight uh, Thursday that it, the, Open the calendar does windows and doors. the 30s. Well, it doesn't turn to the 32nd of December. Open all your windows and doors and let 2020 out at midnight and then close yep. them up. Give it a big fuck you. Yeah. Um, so. Please be safe if you are, in fact, going anywhere or doing anything uh, tonight because this episode should air on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, we love you. We do love you. From nothing in moderation. We do. If you have any questions, concerns, recommendations, want a sticker, a yeah. magnet, or a keychain, yep. uh, you can just get with us on at nothing in mod pod on any of the social media. We forgot to Correct. talk about this already. Yeah. Well, you know, fuck it. So, <laughs> yep. um, going to try and get back into the social medias there, um, and we'll see what the new year brings us. We will. Uh, Mike and I are still going to be doing something, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we don't know what it's going to be yet. So, this, I still want to do. This might be the last episode. Who knows? <laughs> No. <laughs> I still want to do uh, another. I think we should uh, take like segment. I think we should take like three weeks off and really make people think about it. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, no, we can keep you. recording. We just don't put anything out oh. for like three weeks. <laughs> uh, so, hope everyone had a safe holiday yep. season. I hope we didn't lose anybody to uh, the Rona. I do see that we lost a, a, a U.S. congressman at age forty-one yeah. to the Rona with no underlying conditions. Yeah. Um, so that shit here. is still out there killing people. That shit's real. <laughs> that shit's for real. So, Coronavirus. Yep. Right. Um, and there is a new strain that's supposed to be something like four times more infectious. Yeah. Uh, so, so just uh, that's actually what do or don't do whatever my, you think. Uh, my need for a home gym. So yeah, I just because it's already speaking, in the U.S. So. Oh, and my father-in-law did survive the coronavirus. Oh, that's good. That's good. Congrats. After, after a hospitalization in, in three weeks of feeling like shit. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, praise God. It's all fake. <laughs> all right, buddy. Let's get the fuck out of here. Bye. See ya. Stop it. Stop it. That's my line. Don't say stop it. That's mine. <laughs> I want South Park to come back. Wow. Hey, kids. You've reached the end of the podcast. That's it. There's nothing more here. 
just dead air in this closing statement. We appreciate your diligence, though. Now go back about your day and come back for the next show. Or listen again. In fact, that sounds like a better plan. Grab another show. That's what I'm doing right now. Whoever listens the most wins. You don't really win anything, really. Just the memories of better times, which is winning in my book. All right, well, this is the actual end. Hand banana. <laughs>